Welcome to the Meeple Syrup After Show. Designers discussing design. We're on episode 66, theme first. And we have Bo and Nate still with us. We didn't scare them away during the episode, so we're thankful they're back and uh, are willingly gluttons for punishment. We were chatting during the in-between time uh, about uh, the super skills of giving a, a pitch in a minute. And uh, and we thought, actually, we might uh, force uh, our wonderful guest to show us how it's done. Yeah, okay. Um, so um, we had a little chatter on the boards of, you know, what if uh, IPs and, and different things that people wish they could uh, have. So um, what we're going to do, if I can find my, my unpub, Sen, why don't you be our IP person, and I will be... All right. Generator... I can find that unpub deck. Uh, I should have looked for this before. It's usually just sitting on my desk. Do you have a copy? I do not. Oh. Here, why don't uh, send you do one off the top of your head while I get up and look for my unpub. All right, so uh, let's just let's just start with uh, something really simple because it, it's very poignant right now. If you could have a the license for oh let's just do it let's let's do Star Wars because it's you know there um, and I mean obviously we could approach FFG at some point but let's say we had specifically Star Wars The Force Awakens um, and we wanted to make a dice game boy and go. Um, I think. That property is so huge. I would want to narrow it down, and I would do, I would do like uh, a piloting game, maybe. Nice, nice. Um, so sort of flying around on Jakku or getting off of Jakku would be cool. Uh, maybe I don't want to give too many spoilers. Um, <laughs> going to other planets and uh, moving around and that kind of stuff, and using the dice as like maneuvering and that sort of thing. Um, I would avoid force. I would avoid um, the overall story arc. I would avoid a bunch of stuff. Uh, nice. This is good stuff. Just seeing the the process. What would there's you a, cut? There's a million a million amazing things I would do, but I don't know how much time or what my budget is. So I'm gonna pitch um, like a fast-paced, real-time, dice-rolling, piloting game um, where we're moving and dodging and doing stuff and, like, just trying to, like, that kind of thing. Beauty. Good. So if, if it were a proper pitch, I'd say it's the whatever, uh, it's Pose game. There you go. There it is. Good. All it's right. Uh, just... It's Pose dice game, um, and it... Plays in 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, it's a real-time, simultaneous play game with dice. Um, things are going to come out onto the board. One player is going to play one side, or I don't know how the hell this thing works, but uh, we're going to we'll do some cool stuff, and then uh, you will know whether you win or lose immediately. You'll have that, like, craps moment where you're rolling. It's like, ah, an explosion, and you're dead, you know? Or, yeah, or like, yes, yeah, oh, amazing, and just real fast and easy. Awesome. All right, uh, we're gonna use uh, Unpub by Dice Hate Me, designed by J.R. Honeycutt and Doug Lewandowski for our on each card 
just for anyone who doesn't know, we've used these on the show before, but um, there's a theme, there's a mechanic, and then there's a there's a, a component on each okay. of these cards. But instead, we're going to mix it up and have Sen come up with a theme. I will randomly pick a card which will determine our mechanic and our component. All right. So this one's for Nate. Um, I will buy Sen a little bit of time because I'll say one first, and then he will say the theme. So... The mechanic is going to be... Nate, we can't hear you. Oh, well-timed. Uh-oh. How convenient. <laughs> yeah, come on, Nate. Well, intimidated by Bo's wonderful... Oh. What's my, oh. my crappy-ass uh, <laughs> Poe dice game? <laughs> Poe dice game. Poe dice. Although, I mean, Poe's pretty boss. That you mean? Yep, that, that sells itself right there. Poe dice. Hmm. What happened there, Nate? Hmm. Indeed. So I, maybe unplug and replug your mic? Yep. Is, is he... It doesn't look like he's muted. No, he's, he's not, not muted. But he's not having any green bars go up when he Uh-oh. speaks. very strange. Like it's not even inputting. Herm. Yeah. Or maybe reconnect. I'm not sure. Yeah, if you want to drop out and then Drop out and, drop, out and drop back in. There he goes. All right, meanwhile, let's put the pressure on Sen, then. So, <laughs> okay, great. All right, so I, I, I'm I, going to do a me- mechanic, then Bo is going to come up with a theme to punish Sen back, and, <laughs> then, and then I'm going to uh, give you a component. Okay. Right. I'm doing theme? You're doing theme. Theme, okay. Yep. Like the, the IP or whatever, right? Oh, and we can hear you, Nate. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, nice. Oh, good. Okay, I had a Star Wars game. I was ready, but I'm ready for yeah, a new hey, theme. Now get on. I want to hear it. Okay. Okay, but well, okay. Star Wars is your theme, but you're gonna have to do new mechanics. A, Let's go. You're gonna have to do a deck builder with a spinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we're basing this off the new franchise, which is The Force Awakens. So what's gonna happen is uh, it's a two to four player game. It's a deck builder. We're all empowering our new Jedis, uh, most of them not related to current cast, I hope. Yep. No spoilers there. Um, this just my hope for the franchise. Anyway, so what we're doing is we're building our decks and we're focusing on one of, uh, let's say we got a spinner, right? So one of six different facets, which are going to be attack, defense, um, range, things like that, that will be different aspects of the force and how you can deploy it, mental control, all that. So we'll be drafting and deck building our decks, and then, boom, we hit the spinner after we've drafted you know, enough for a hand, and yep. that'll be the deciding factor. So we spin, we hit, and all of a sudden it's, oh, this round is mental that gives you the extra bonus, but synergy within your other power that you're drafting for gives you that secondary bonus. So you lay out your deck, Nice. We see who wins. It's a victory point game. Uh, and we continue through that. We're probably looking at uh, 10 rounds or so of of um, of play to get to, well, 10 victory points essentially. But you're yeah. getting, off the spinner, you're getting a bonus. But off synergy with the powers that you want to run, that's how your deck is built. And title of this game is? Uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens in My Hand. <laughs> All right, uh, Sen, you got a theme in mind? Sure. Let's bounce back to Bo. All right, so the uh, 
pickup and delivery. Oh, it's, I hate pickup oh, and delivery. On, Star Wars. The That's one mechanic I absolutely There's hate. your pro game. All right, let me pick a new one. I'll, right. give, you, I'll give you a All right, give it to me. Give it no, to no, me. No, I'll give one. I, got, I, I, I enjoy taking stuff I don't like and Oh, perfect, it. perfect. Okay, so yeah. you got pickup and delivery. What's the theme, Sen? Charlie Brown. And your component is a dreidel. <laughs> yeah, the component thing is just funny. But... All right, well, so a dreidel is a four-sided die, so that's easy. Um, uh, it's going to generate who, which... Uh, man, I don't know the property all that well. See, this is the problem is the first thing you do when you work with the licensed property is you just go deep into it and, like, go swimming around in it and just love it and... Uh, I'm gonna fail. I'm 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 hitting. I'm pulling out on it. Sorry. Are, are you wait? Are you parachuting like you were the Red Baron, perhaps? Oh, oh. Delivery. Oh. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> all right, new one, new one. Okay, everyone gets one poll. So, all right, so back to Nate uh, and sensing him a new theme. Sure. You're uh, you're gonna have to mechanically do a real time game. Yeah. Uh, well, Sen, what's the theme? The theme is, um, it's, uh, oh, what's his name? Sorry, it's uh, Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse, uh, real Dead time. Dead Mouse wants a, he wants a game. Using yeah. whistles. <laughs> That's perfect. This is the easiest game in history. Um, so it's a cooperative game. Okay. And uh, everyone has a pan flute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you give four players a pan flute and much like Escape from the Temple there's a CD uh, that's playing 4x4 four four beats Sen will appreciate that 4x4 four, four, yeah. four four. I'm thinking we're at about 134 BPM I think you uh, are I think that's where we're at and yeah. then the player's job is to um, in in uh, Doing, um, you know, making sure their key is correct, making sure that they are doing a pattern that gets up to the 4x4 at 134 BPM and in pattern key mix over the top. Uh, it, it's called Glow Stick, the, uh, the Dead Mouse real time game. Yep. And uh, glow, glow that, that's pipe. it. Glow pipe. Glow pipe. Glow pipe. Glow pipe. Glow pipe. Excuse me. Excuse pipes, me. Yeah. Pipes. yeah. <laughs> Alright, nice. Very nice. Alright, back to Bo. Oh, jeez. Alright, so our, our mechanic is hand management. Alright. Our theme, Sen? Uh, Dukes of Hazard. And your Dukes component Hazard. is measuring tape. Measuring tape. Okay, Just well... Just good old boy. <laughs> Never <laughs> meaning no harm. Um, okay, well, I think the things I like about Dukes of Hazard are the jumps. So the measuring tape measures the distance you're going to be jumping. Um, yes. And so you're going to set up challenges on these capers and heists and other weird stuff that they were doing. I don't even I remember. I remember loving it as a kid, but I don't remember actually what the hell they did. <laughs> that was uh, horrible. They're basically they away from into trouble. the Roscoe Pico train a lot. Roscoe Pico, whatever his name <laughs> is. I do remember his dog's name is Flash. And, That's uh, right. Anyways... You're going to have a hand, and it's going to have certain skills and abilities and things like that. Um, you can manipulate people in town. You have slight advantages in certain places, whatever. Uh, there's a few skills that you use. Um, and then uh, you're going to run the caper, do the thing, and then you have to get out. And always there has to be a jump. And so oh, yes. you're, going to, you're going to play your thing. You're going to score your points. Nice. You're going to set up all the stakes. And then your opponent is going to measure out the distance and, like, whatever, 
and you're gonna have a little uh, meeple, a little wooden cart, yep. and you're gonna try to like da 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 da. And <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. And what's the That's name of the game? That was dope. Uh, it's called Flash because the dog's on the cover. There nice. you go. That's right, so we, good. We got we got one more. Sure. Uh, Nate, you got you got another one in it. I got games all day. All day. <laughs> all, all day, every day. All, day. all right. So we got uh, the all mechanic is Trader. Mm. Ooh, a Trader mechanic. Trader mechanic. What's our like theme, sir? The theme is the good, the bad, and the ugly. And your component is rings. Rings? Yeah, like uh, put a put a ring on it. Better put a ring on it. Okay, so it's a bag building game. Uh, it, we got Blondie. We got uh, all the other characters from Good, Bad, the Ugly. Didn't even yep. have a name. It's just it's it's some bl- of them don't actually. <laughs> yeah, it's Blondie and everybody else, and the guy that essentially what we're doing is bag building the rings. We're we're a group of communal. Nerdy Wells, who uh, ha- have put the the rings of uh, slain opponents into this bag. However, one of us is the traitor and is taking more loot than they're giving. Mm. And so, what we're trying to do is uh, deduce and accuse uh, in a spyfall mechanic where it can end at any point. Uh, we're trying to find out who that traitor is. If the trader can survive enough rounds of adding loot, but perhaps not his correct loot share, then the trader's going to win. I like nice. it. And the, and the working title? Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. ring. The ugly. ring! <laughs> or the good, the bag, and the ugly. Oh, that's much better. We're nice. <laughs> nice. All right, so if, if you could work on any IP, mm. any IP, what would it be? Bo? Uh... Right now, Witcher. I'm so in love with Witcher 3. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I feel like that board game was... Could have so been so much more. That could have been... Co, co with Ignacy, the, the, the next one? I, please, call me up. <laughs> I'll just arrange that, you know. Yeah, whatever. it's interesting because... Um, like, do you know much about the Witcher history? I... That's the thing. It's like I just fell in love with it, and I've been playing it over and over and trying to, like, maximize it. I know Witcher 3 very well, but I don't know the property, the books right. and stuff. Right, so, like, the books and everything, right? Because it's a light yeah. novel series from Poland. And it's 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 that kind of thing where you, exactly what you said in the first part of the show, um, <clears throat> and, and, you know, the game has got some flack, the original, the original board game. Um, but, again, it's that kind of... If you knew who the audience was in Poland, maybe it actually fits. Yeah. Right? No, I know. I, I I don't know what their scope of work was or what their expectations were or any of that stuff. So I'm not knocking it, right? No, but no. I, I would just want to work with it. On yeah, I love, I love the property. I think it's awesome, and yeah. um, especially with the movies and more games and stuff coming out, it's just such a big thing, and it's very gamer centric. So I could do a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, with it, which which is all, also opens it up. Obviously, in terms of, I'm, I'm assuming I'm not getting paid for any of this stuff, so I'd rather just do something that I love. But um, a bigger brand like Star Wars, obviously, sure. would be easier. Or or a Hello Kitty, I'll take Hello Kitty. That'd be awesome. Yep. yep. That'd be fun. Nate, what about you? What's a dream property for you? Um, 
What's what's funny is going into this year in in my career in my life, um, I you know I have to evaluate where do I want to be and what do I want to do, and what's going to excite me. And because going to work is more than going to work for a paycheck, it's working on interesting things. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, last year we were we landed Godfather, Turtles, Chew. Yeah, kind of all my favorite stuff. I was just and gonna say, so, you kind of are doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I worked on Star Wars on another project, which is not games, but it still counts. I'm published in the Star Wars canon now. I'm published wow. in the Transformers canon, the GI Joe canon. Like, right. So I hit that wall. That's funny. And I thought, what IPs are left? And so this is a question I've, I've asked myself, and I'll tell you too that probably won't happen that are smaller and that um, just unfortunately wouldn't happen but you know if you if you called me tomorrow and said Nate dusk till dawn go mm. oh yeah uh, I would flip the switch on comics board games everything for dusk till dawn I love it the new show that is on the Ray network um, is even better than the movie it's so fun it's so ridiculous um Comic properties, I would grab Archie and the Afterlife all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be the one. To, to take that like really um, sugary, silly crowd and coat them in the... If you read that series, like they were... I can't believe they were allowed to do what they did. Like I they were didn't, allowed. When I saw okay. it, it's like, what are they doing? No, they were, but they were allowed to. I know. Really go. How did that happen? It, it was like being given an e license and going going back to the boy and scale. It was it was being given this this thing where you have to play so safe, and then said, "Yeah, but rip a character's head off in the first issue and make it a character we all love." Like yeah. I can't <laughs> believe the 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 re, like. <laughs> So it was crazily brave what they allowed. So those two are my most um, weirdly nerdy things. Uh, other than that, give me some uh, Quentin Tarantino projects. Uh, Ooh, yeah. If you're going to talk a, a board game, I've only seen the trailer, but it's an obvious thing that eight different mercenaries <laughs> yeah, have two house with one prisoner. Yeah. Are you telling me we can't have that game out Seriously. right now? Instantly. You, yeah, yeah, Daryl, that game's in your head already. So I, was like, head already. I was already like thinking <laughs> of that game. Oh, exactly. Man. So uh, same with Reservoir Dogs. Um, mm. There's a couple Quentin projects that just... You know, it's a locked room. It's a locked room puzzle. It's it's an yeah. escape room essentially. One man's coming out with that prisoner. So I think um, those would be really exciting. And and Hateful Eight, I, I definitely pitched right away when it came yeah. out. Um, I, I that was something I wanted. So mm-hmm. it's it's but it it is a point now where I'm looking at these really. I'm trying to figure out what's the most inspiring. I'd love to put that on you guys because, um, you know, uh, I. I get licensed as well. So, what do you guys want? Because you work with us. Oh, that's a good question. I thought about it a lot, but uh, Daryl, do you have anything that you? Oh, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, there's so many titles I'd love to work with. I mean, I grew up like most with you know the GI Joes, the Transformers. There's yeah. so much. There's so many, so many sections of those worlds that can can be games. Uh, I mean, sports. Obviously, that MLB license. I'm. Uh, I'm in talks with someone to hopefully do a game in uh, with actual license with that. I mean, oh, I just there's a lot of I love movies. So for me, my natural thought is probably TV shows and movies. Those are the the things that I gravitate to. Uh, and just you know, good '80s '90s movies are usually ones that people know. You know, like a Rambo or a 
I don't know, He-Man or... <laughs> He-Man, the, the movie or the toys? To, well, <laughs> everything. Uh, I mean... Longer. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Longer. My mind my mind explodes with the different things I would love to chase, but... Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. Hasbro's tough, just FYI. Don't, yes. yeah. like, stay away from that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, I mean, don't, or you can't call me. Call, call Hasbro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we thankfully I am friends with Mavericks. Yeah, we're yeah. quite good friends with Dougal, so that's good. But still, even there, it's um, still tough. Like when I said, "Oh yeah, but we could do this in GI Joe," he's like, mm, "No." No. I yeah. I think some of the licenses have some safe. of the brands have uh, pressure from different areas within the. Well, they have full departments, so it's like. Yeah. And yeah, each of them has their why, own department. It's why Why would you, instead of you know the people that are already paying to come up with something. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, those are... Oh, I'm trying to think. We put pe- other people on the spot, and I never... Uh, <laughs> come on, Sam. Buy me some time. Think oh, of some uh, stuff. Well, I mean, Jay and I, we, we're working with a couple that... We, and, and we're doing it backwards. It's really weird. Actually, this is perfect, Nate. This, this might be one for you. Um, uh, in that... Uh, I don't know how well it would work because it's um, some of it's Dark Horse and some of it's Oni Press, um, but um, we're we're you know we've been talking with Cullen and and uh, Brian about Sixth Gun for a while now. Oh, cool! And then because um, I love the comic, and then with Matt Kent about uh, mind management and doing games cool. for those. Cool. Uh, call yeah. me on mind management, right? That's Image, yeah. No, my, my management is Dark Horse. Oh, boo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but... Well, Sonoma has the rights, so you just he do... He does the, have the rights. Do some six gun, yeah, do Six Gun with them, and that's fine. But don't do... Yeah, don't, we should do Dark Horse's games. They're not going to do a games division, right? I'll well, call, I mean, I'll call them for you. Call them for us, right? Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I, I think... Let's, think let's call them for you. I don't want them doing And games. Matt will kill me if I'm <laughs> talking out of court here, but... I think he's talked to his agent, and he does have rights for anything except the comic, and I think Ridley Scott optioned the movie. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. So that's yeah. but the, a game he has the rights to do it. Okay. Yeah, they don't have a they don't have games division. They can't print the games. So yeah. You know, so talk. how does that how would that work through you? Like, is there an is there a way to pitch to you something else that's not on your docket already? Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, that is a license we, as well, though. Yeah, yeah. People, I get I get a pitch once a week for. I'll tell you the most famous one I get once a week is Jurassic World all day because IDW did uh, Jurassic sure. Comics. Right, right, right. And sure. so I get a I get a new dinosaur Jurassic game in my. I was inbox. just gonna say you got you have the Pandasaurus connection. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, no, it's a it's a natural fit. So of course. But yeah, if there's something, if there's a license you care about, we are actively looking at it at that. And I explained to you guys earlier my my thoughts that we need to pull comic readers into the games more. Mm-hmm. And so that's the big initiative in my head for the next year. So if you see a comic outside of IDW, that's not a problem. Yeah, um, you guys do a lot of work with other things anyways with all those sure. artist things and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, look at I mean, we have partnerships with every, we do work for Marvel, we do work for DC yeah. um, we, we're, we're great friends to everybody in the business. Uh, it's an, it's a really interesting place where you guys are actually. I, I, th- I yeah. think you're a very forward thinking company so I, I like that. Yeah, oh, somebody's so asking um, online about what about original image stuff like Spawn, Wildcat, Savage Dragon 
that's all creator owned, right? Like Eric owns Savage Dragon and McFarlane. Would yeah, McFarlane would probably cost a lot of money on Spawn. Um, oh, Spawn would be so cool. Uh, would be so cool, and God, that lends itself to a game with, yeah, that, with the original rules of Spawn with his power management. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the, that would be your mechanic right there. Yeah, is your power it's set? Uh, is so it's so good. So uh, the problem with, with some of those games is that. Or with some of those licenses, is the the price? I don't. McFarland has a toy line. I mean, he owns part of the Arizona baseball team. I mean, his yeah. money. So what what would it take? I, I would happily pitch it. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. yeah, a spawn game. Sure. We, we not not saying no to anything. So right. If we if we could work out the right Savage Dragon, I love. Um, what the Max was originally a mid, right? I, yeah. That's what that's what made me a comic book fan. Besides really, my uncle, the Max. But, yeah, uh, I I wrote I wrote fan Max comics and my buddy ah, drew them. I mean, that, that's what really the nerdiest, you know. You so, are you are a nerd. That's great. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. So a Max a Max game would be. I mean, if people want that, like we'd make that tomorrow. That's just because we love it. That's the other trick is find something we love. There's only yeah. When you talk to our committee, there's three, four, or five of us, so right. you have to really like it. Yep. And that's, hey, that's I did happened. have another question for you, Nate. Yeah. How did, what? Okay, so I guess it happened before you guys started making games, so like lock and key and, and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. So that was that went to Cryptozoic, right? Because we didn't have a games division at the time, so it went right. to Cryptozoic. Gotcha. And so that's an interesting, like if you look at that game based off what we were talking about earlier, um, they obviously made a very entry level game, yeah. and I think because. Because you had such a cult license on that mm-hmm. one, yep. that perhaps that was almost incorrect. Where yep. a tr- it was a trick-taking game, entry-level game. Okay, great, and it's a great game. I like it very much. But it probably like that. You should pick a low-information wide license, a Back yep. to the Future, yep. a um, mini shelves game. But Lock and Key was such a niche crowd that why did you give them? Not where was the moment. Where was where was the yeah? Where was the moment where you where, was, used where, the where key. did Dodge betray the party? Like where where was oh he was possessed? Where where were any of those yeah. moments? Yeah, did he become that? the ghost? You know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, all right, we can talk. So about I'm I'm gonna talk to you right now because Lock yeah. Key is one of my favorite series. Is there a possibility of doing another one? Absolutely. All right, let's talk. And it would it would still be. A possibility, or do you have to wait for a certain amount of time, like with something no, like that? No, we, we have those rights. Um, I, I will. So they just got to use it for a, a portion of time. Yeah, or? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so. we're we're fine to make uh, we're fine to make games now. So, um, and lock and key, obviously. I mean, Joe Hill and Gabe Rodriguez are two of the the smartest, best dudes. Like to to meet a person in like Gabe Rodriguez. Oh my god, that's like my favorite guy in the world. He's such a sweetheart. He draws all this terrible, terrible stuff. And then he's the sweetest. When you meet him in person, he is the sweetest. Like I I I every time he has to go home to Chile, I I, I cry a little. I, you know, all of us <laughs> I live on the inside. Just, just stay with us. Like just yeah. live here. So uh, and then Joe is amazing and so smart and, and such a, a talent who made it on his own, even though he had the obvious uh yeah. He had an obvious path to success and denied it and said, no, I want to do me. And as mm-hmm. such a comic fan and a 
really smart rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they we are now we are now allowed to make uh, lock and key games, and so cool. Definitely something talk. I'd love to see in my that in my tenure here at, mm-hmm. at IAB Games. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you thinking? Oh, I'm thinking sort of the opposite. Normally, when um, it's the publisher who gets the license calls me up and says, "What would right. you do with this?" or I have a game with this license. Can you redevelop it? Yeah, that sort of thing. I'm I'm sort of more on the spin doctor side. Yeah, you know, <laughs> doctor side to um, for games. So it's interesting hearing hearing it from the other side, where I have a, I've like made this game on spec for this property, um, and then here it is pitching it because um, I'm I'm used to it being on the other side, but. Sure. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I like it. I like it because it's a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where I, I sort of look at the world and think, how could I represent this as a game, you know? Yeah. And IP is just exactly the same thing. It's like, oh, how do I represent these characters, or what's interesting here, or what's the dynamic I want to like explore? And for me, I'd rather go with interesting mechanics that fit the world, like create yeah. something custom, than like slap a thing together and then, like, go, you know? Right. Yeah, so because I, I, feel, I feel dirty when that happens. You know, I yeah. get a game, I'm like, oh, this is just whatever. Yeah. This is just that game with the license slapped on it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about um, <coughs> games that do that other than, you know, dirty? Do you feel like it's lazy design? Do you think they're... I mean, lowest common under- denominator? Understanding or? how licensing works, that... I mean, and Nate can fill us in on this, that when you pay that much money for a license, you need to use it in order to make the money back that you spend on getting and acquiring the license, right? Yeah, so, I, I, I get it. And also, I understand that for the user, the end user probably doesn't know the space very well. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, the IP holder doesn't know it as well either. That's why they trust the publisher to vet the property, to vet the designers, to, to make sure the design is good, the production value is good. Price and costing is every like packaging, production value, all that stuff is on point. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of trust, and you know, like if you're the VP of some of licensing for your company, you don't really care other than there's a guarantee or there's a percentage, and I've signed off on it and I'm good to go. Because often they don't know, and they they put their trust in the publisher. So I understand how it happens. It's just sad for me as a designer to see a game and think like, oh my god, I can't believe that property yeah. or that brand, this that? is the game? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it disappoints me a lot when things happen. Such a missed opportunity. Like, a game can sell like price, production value, placement, uh, packaging. The game will sell all of it without gameplay. Yeah. Right? Like, you get a brand, you get to make it look good, sexy packaging, put it in the right places, promote it, just pimp that thing out. Yep, and it sells. But also, if it's good, it will sell more, right? Mm-hmm. The long tail will be better. So it just like everything else. Like, yeah, you can market a shiny piece of shit and just, like, everyone will buy it opening weekend, but then no one will buy it afterwards. Mm-hmm. But if it's good... They will come back to it, and they'll play it, and their friends will talk about it, and then there'll be an expansion, and now it's like becoming a brand, and you know, it expands their IP. 
like when it's good. And when it's not good, you're just basically milking off of them. Right. right. Um, and so, do you yeah. feel that companies are doing it better now, Nate? Um, yeah, I think they are. And, and so I think we hit two different points where, where Bo was talking about. Um, one is the just grab an IP and slam out some stuff, and one is the pasting an IP over a constant system. Right. So I, I totally agree with 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 Bo and um, like you know he he brought up the four points of of marketing price point product placement all that um, and yeah you're gonna have a big freaking first day like yeah uh, doesn't matter you were you were the first to market with this game you're gonna have a big first day but yeah is anyone gonna come back and play it. Ah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, yeah. probably not. If you just slap something out in a terrible fashion, um, the the other thing though is if you can build a system uh, and adjust it slightly every time. Like the dream for a publisher on my end of this is to uh, follow not quite the monopoly system because they don't change the mechanics, but. No. Um, two examples of it recently are, I would say, what Risk has done in the yeah. last two years um, with their actual changing of maps and this and that. And I, I, you know, excuse me if I'm one of the few people who I, I'm a, I'm, 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 I love Risk, like I yeah, do. And, and when you change I love it, risk. And add, yeah, when you add new levels, like they're doing in the last few years of They've Risk, they've done some add, really smart stuff. They're, they, so smart, they're right? growing. They're growing gamers. Right. Because yeah, they're taking, yeah. taking that everybody crowd, and they're introducing them to all these different mechanics that and then they can beat them out to other games. Yeah, and they're doing it just right with their licenses. And then another example is the uh, the Cryptozoic Cerebus system, mm-hmm. where um, that's a that's another gateway system, and they're dropping IPs in it that make a. But they're, in my opinion, they're picking very careful IPs when they do it. They're picking. Light to medium, you know, uh, IPs, and they're saying, okay, let's run it through our service system, and let's a, let's tweak it slightly. So, DC, their most fleshed out version. I have every freaking expansion for that because they add little wrinkles, and it's amazing, and, it, and it's really good. And then they're um, in a, in a, in some inside baseball. I mean, they just grabbed the. Uh, I really wanted it. Uh, I did. I wanted Super Secret Crisis Wars for Cartoon Network, uh, mm-hmm. and now they're gonna, they're going to run that through their service system, and Ooh. it's going to make so much sense. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect in that system, it's and I, I expect them to make slight tweaks, and I expect them to do. So they've set an expectation where when they drop one of these light brands, it's going to be. I mean, I have the NHL. Daryl, do you have the NHL one? I do. Okay. So it's got a little wrinkle, right? It's cool. So, like that, it's these systems. It's the the Opoly brand of of a static thing with a license pasted. Sure. You're only gonna get so many purchases from me, but risk. And when you can tilt it just enough, give me one new mechanic, yeah. and the amount of risk <clears throat> games I could own is infinite. Is this a new risk? Great. You know, is this a new service system from from crypto? Great. I will continually own it if you can, but you need to give me just enough. You need to walk me along as a gamer. Walk me along your system, add on top slightly, 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 and I will I will buy every time. So that's that's the trick in new. I think in where we're going as a as a, a gaming world, um, we're adding a little more and more and more and sucking people in more. So I I, I hope that's where we're going, and it feels well, like I mean- it. 
definitely things like you know X-wing does that in an amazing way, right? Ooh, every wave boy. you just get little itty bitty extra rules, <laughs> but then those cards so that good. you get can go on your old ships, and then the whole game changes. It's a new game every every wave, right? You get right. to start was, the meta all over. Wing, wings before, right? So. They just yeah. re-implemented it all over again with a new... Yeah, they, they redid it, and they redid it well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And caught the IP that, you know, drives a lot of people in terms yeah. of Star Wars, right? Uh, yeah, Although, I it's funny, the, the, uh, the attack wing... Um, yeah, the Star Trek one did not catch. No, uh, but the, the D&D one... Uh, yeah, the, 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 dra- the so dragon cool. ones. Yeah, yeah, the dragon yeah, yeah. Ones really cool. But I, won't, I don't play it because nobody else plays it. But yeah, everybody Star Wars. So I, again, it's it's nailing down Star Wars. Like the first thing you think of when you tell me X Wing, like it lends itself to dogfight. Yep. That's that's it. If you said X Wing, I would expect the game to be a dogfight. If you mm-hmm. said Star Trek, the problem with Star Trek is Star Trek is not Star War. It's not no, Star Fight. This exploration. Yeah. I could yeah. expect. I, I I need to expect inter- interaction with new races and all these yeah. things. Finding new D&D. planets. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it's the one second pitch. It's even faster than than what Bo was saying with five minutes. It's it's one sentence. If I tell you a title, yeah. you need What's to know it what's D and D Attack Wing. Almost. It was almost like yeah. for me. They showed me those dragon miniatures, and it was like, oh, I need everything they ever do. But it doesn't communicate enough in the mm-hmm. name. Attack wing could mean so many things. It could be more attacking a castle together. It could be cooperative, one versus many. It doesn't, because the D&D is, simple, is uh, traditionally one versus many. Right. So to get me away from that, you, need me, you needed a better title. You needed a better <laughs> quick pitch to get me off the, the constant of what a D&D game is. And they didn't achieve that, even though they achieved a very cool system with right. me being able to fly dragons, which is the most important part. Right, and but then the attack from high to low was amazing. So Yeah, it's all, it's all amazing, but they're, the only reason that's not as sweet as X-Wing is because X-Wing tells you off the bat. Oh, yeah, it's that expectation. If, they had, if it had been like um, Warcraft... The miniature game, or Warcraft right. instead of of D and D. Right. I think it would. Yeah, it would have been better. Yeah, it would have been smarter. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, yeah but you have you know, have the problem of those games are the same mechanic, re kind of reconfigured for that property, and they don't integrate back in. Right. So I can't take a dragon and have it fight against the Tie Fighter, right? <laughs> That's like Hero Clicks, right? But that is what it's done right. That's yeah. when it's done right, is when I can take my Spider-Man and shuffle it into whatever, and then, like, hey, Deadpool and Spider-Man get to hang out together. Okay, cool, right? Yeah. And each one has a separate mechanic, but they're all in the same universe, and they all are balanced together. That's doing it right. Hmm. Um, that's what I think, at least. So, so <laughs> as a publisher, if, if you have a, a beautiful mechanic that lends itself to putting all these things onto it, okay, as long as they all work together... Having them work together is hard, though, from a design right. point of view. Yeah, I, I definitely know there's companies that are out there that are looking for, you know, the next kind of Cerebus thing, or how do we reuse Legendary with, you know, Predator, with Aliens, with yep. whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's people, definitely lots of companies looking for that system where IPs can clash. Uh, I know, yeah. you know... Yeah, but with, with a caveat... When you're the number one, 
you don't want the number two in your space. So um, to to speak from the publisher's point of view mm -hmm. and to speak from dealing with the licensors, um, that deck builder is DC. Marvel's game was without her deck, and it's legendary. Mm -hmm. That's not accidental. Yeah. <laughs> no. They yes. They don't want their heroes in DC deck builder, right? Like, do you do you think Crypto hasn't called and said we have a great freaking game? Oh, Can we have your have. characters? Right. Right. They've they've made that call. So you have to understand sometimes, yes, you're setting up as a publisher to make this beautiful system where everything can integrate, but sometimes a caveat of landing a license is going to be... These two should dear, never play together. Yup, exactly <laughs> right. So there's some beautiful moments where it actually happened versus in the old days uh, oh, right, where yeah. DC and Marvel could happen, and the guy who made that happen was the you know the the VP of IDW Games now and, or and new business Jerry Bennington. He's the re but that took a lot of finagling. He went and made yeah. that happen. <laughs> um, you know, Dice Masters is sort of doing it. Yep. Um, you know, sure. with you know, Upper Deck that's is whiz kids, right? Upper, yep, whiz but that's Upper Deck. That's essentially Upper Deck legacy yep. because they've learned to co-integrate those brands through that. But when you watch so watch what happens with Turtles in Upper Deck. Turtles in Upper Deck with their Dice Masters is a closed set. It's mm -hmm. not a booster pack system. It's going to be a closed set, one-off buy at $40 or whatever, yep. and it's not designed to fully integrate with that. So Viacom has said, we don't care what your interest with the old, that you have DC and Marvel and they play together nicely within your system, we don't care. Um, we play over here. Hmm. So to... In a perfect world, obviously, you want to run your system that integrates everything. But in reality, a lot of your when you approach the licensor, the last thing they're gonna, the last thing a number one wants to do is play closely with a number two. Right. Yeah. That's, they don't want to dilute their brand, right? That's, that's yeah. good. That's stuff for sure. Yeah. That's very interesting. So when when companies did do that, it took a lot of work. Right. To get that to happen, yeah, and probably just just the right things to fall into place. Yeah, yeah. It took it took the right fan pressure. It took fan pressure to say, and it took your system to be perfect, and it took your checks to be big enough, and that's how you made that happen. But you know, it, the reason look, IDW is doing crossovers with uh, Green Lantern and Batman right now. Sure. Mm -hmm. That's because, like, DC doesn't see IDW as a threat. You don't see DC and Marvel doing crossovers. Right. They find themselves to be direct competitors. So yeah. instead, DC's being great, and they're like, hey, let's do these fun things, and we'll bring some of our fans to you and some of your fans to us. But that's a first and fourth. It's not a first and second. Mm -hmm. Those guys have teamed up. So look at the amount of times DC and Marvel have teamed up over the years. It's it's it few and far between. I think I own most of the issues. Exactly. Where like that. Batman is not fighting Iron Man. He's fighting Superman. We play in our own playground, mm -hmm. right? So that's the same thing when you design a game system and you say, hey, let's load everyone into it. E either the checks need to be really big or it, there needs to be some weaseling. It, it, it's not quite so simple as it seems. Right. To these things. Um, that, that's a big takeaway for me. That's good. Thank you.
Yeah, that's really helpful stuff. Wow, we've talked another hour. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, usually we do the show in about 30 minutes. And, oh, and a- uh, this was great, because, uh, again, and usually we're not uh, on point on anything. During the show. <laughs> usually this it, is the it, best it goes down two hours of my day. It usually goes downhill very quickly <laughs> as the alcohol increases. So uh, this was great. The alcohol what? <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. This is apple juice. Yeah, exactly. Cheers to you, Bob. Yeah. So on that wonderful note, again, I want to say thank you to our guests, Bo and Nate. A pleasure as always. Thank you. Uh, I want to encourage encourage our uh, viewers uh, have a great holidays, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you and seeing what games you're designing, and hopefully we'll get to try some of them soon. Uh, Until next time, keep making great games. Ciao.